Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Thursday, December 1st, and we start with local news. The Spring Hill Walmart Supercenter is seeking an 8,000-square-foot expansion to allow mobile order pickups, as well as modifying its signage as part of a new rebranding initiative. The request was brought before the Municipal Planning Commission during its Monday work session meeting, where details of the proposed expansion were discussed. Expansions for Walmart date back to June of 2016, according to the Spring Hill Planning Staff Report, where the pickup modification was approved. The area's layout was later approved in April of 2021. There have also been talks of expanding Harvey Park's Greenway to the western side of the site, though Associate Planner Jake McQueen said this would not be included as part of this project. However, he encouraged the applicant to extend its northern sidewalk to the west or consider an alternative to provide that future connection. Commissioner James Golius said he agreed that the sidewalk extension should also be considered. I would definitely encourage that sidewalk, Golius said. With the future Harvey Park Greenway, that will be a good connector to that when it is built, he said. As far as the signage and rebranding, the new design would reduce the square footage of existing signage from 570.88 square feet to 346.39 square feet, or a reduction of 224.49 square feet. Parking spaces would also be modified at the new pickup site, but would not change the number of spaces available, which is currently 660. Some commissioners shared concerns about the pickup site's location on the south side of the facility and how that would affect traffic access, particularly Commissioner David Schlesman. There may not be more cars coming into the site, but how are they getting there may change, Schlesman said, because right now you have a stoplight-protected entrance into the site that's the primary way to get your pickup. In the future, it's one that does not have a stoplight, he said. Gerald Bolden, vice president of Cordadino Group, said he agreed that this area should be looked at with more detail. We all know this that we all know that is a location that already has some conflicts with the road width and the full leg intersection across from Nasdaq. Bolden said, "We will look into that and see if there needs to be more done." No votes were taken on Monday, but the item will appear on the Planning Commission's December twelfth regular meeting, where it will go for a vote. Spring Hill Mayor Jim Hageman and Fire Chief Greg Temple will honor 10 city firefighters for their achievements on Thursday, today, December 1st at City Hall. Live video will be available starting at 6 p.m. Central Time. The 2022 badge-pinning ceremony will turn five probationary recruits into official firefighters and recognize the meritorious achievements of five veteran department leaders. Residents are encouraged to attend this popular ceremony in the city's courtroom and board of mayor and alderman chamber. These men are well-trained, have strong experience, and are willing to risk their lives for our safety, said Fire Chief Greg Temple. Spring Hill is not my first rodeo, so I know a dedicated crew when I see one, he said. The five firefighters earning their badges include J.T. Baggett, Kelsey Holmes, Josh Crivello, Devin Mole, and Christopher Small. The five veterans to be honored include Deputy Chief Kevin Glenn, Battalion Chiefs Wesley Hickman and Charles Estes, and Captains Scott Forst and Matthew Boyd. Spring Hill has a great new fire chief and an excellent department, said Mayor Hageman. 
Our plan is to build another fire station, add crew members, and maintain the best standards and equipment, he said. Chief Temple was hired in October after a competitive national search to fill the top role. Deputy Chief Glenn led the department very ably during the interim. Temple comes with extensive fire department and emergency medical services experience from three states. Most recently, he was the chief of emergency medical services at Fort Bend County, Texas, where he directed 167 employees in four divisions, administration, operations, finance, logistics, and training. Live video for the pinning ceremony will be available this evening starting at 6 p.m. by visiting www.springhilltn.org. Fast Fuel Market on West 7th Street in Columbia is going to be hosting a Customer Appreciation Day this coming Saturday. With more about it is WKOMWKRM's Delk Kennedy, who spoke to the proprietor. This is Delk Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. Today I am at the Fast Fuel Market here on West 7th Street in downtown Columbia. The proprietors here are Vishal Patel and his wife, Mega. Uh, the Fast Fuel Market on West 7th Street has become a real part of the community. We all come here regularly. The Patels are just great, friendly folks, and they've sort of connected the West 7th Street community. People coming by to say hi, get gas, pick up a snack, whatever. But this week, on Saturday, December 3rd, Christmas Parade Day, which will go right by the fast fuel market, they are having a Customer Appreciation Day. I'm talking with Michelle Patel, Michelle, tell us what's going to happen here at Customer Appreciation Day this coming Saturday. So we'll have uh, free hot dogs and hamburgers and drinks, and um, everybody's welcome, the whole community. And uh, we've been doing that for a couple of years now, and um, everybody's welcome. Come and join us and bring the family and friends and hang out and watch the parade with us. Oh, that's awesome, folks. Again, Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. Uh, with Michelle and Mega Patel here in downtown Columbia, Fast Fuel Market, West 7th Street, and a true crossroads. They, they make the community here, and uh, Patels, we appreciate that. Thank you, and we appreciate the community supporting us, and we it's become a home for us, and this is, we couldn't ask for better. You know, we love Columbia, and uh, just thank you. Thank you. The Murray County Commission approved a resolution last Monday, November 21st, to pursue an impact fee, which would offset the burden on homeowners. The declaration says that counties in the state of Tennessee have limited means by which they are allowed to raise revenue. Furthermore, the resolution reads that the County Powers Relief Act adversely impacts high-growth counties by making longtime residents pay for growth-related expenses through real estate through real property taxes rather than the developments carrying their fair share of the costs. Last June, the commission voted to raise the certified tax rate to $1.91 following the failure to pass an impact fee back in March. The bill, which was proposed by Representative Scott Sapicki, would have allowed Murray County to impose a fee on builders to help pay for infrastructure due to the county's rapid growth rate. The bill would have also allowed the county commission to charge $3 per square foot for new residential homes, potentially generating around $4 million in annual revenue. Representative Sipicki, who was recently re-elected to the 64th House District for a second term, has since indicated that he will continue the fight for an impact fee. Representative Sipicki has previously estimated that the fee will generate Murray County up to $9 million a year for schools. Based on past statements, Murray County Mayor Sheila Butt said she would support an impact fee. 
The commission is hoping to use the resolution as leverage before it heads back to the General Assembly. If not, the commission hopes the bill will gain support from other high-growth counties in the state. The commission also approved funding to support the legislation with a sum of $20,000 to obtain the services of a lobbyist or political action committee. The resolution reads that funds in the amount of $20,000 should be allocated to support the amendment to the County Powers Relief Act. The Mount Pleasant Museum will be rep- will be presenting its old-fashioned Christmas at the museum through Christmas Eve. Families can play I Spy and examine the dinosaur bone and human skull while touring all three floors. Old-fashioned Christmas at the museum began November 21st and runs through December 24th, Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Large groups are asked to call ahead by calling 931-379-9511. Admission is free, though donations are appreciated. Check out the gift shop for unique items and books. A 2023 historic calendar can be purchased for $5. A 2022 historic Christmas ornament featuring the 1899 Killebrew House is $14. And the 2023 Farmer's Almanac is $10. The King's Daughter School and Heritage Bank and Trust ask for your help to make a few Christmas wishes come true for some of the community's children in need. Pick up a wish letter from Santa's Mailbox at Columbia and Mount Pleasant Heritage Bank and Trust Branches. These letters are from disadvantaged King's Daughters students who will be spending Christmas on campus. Students have written down their Christmas wishes and letters to Santa. The letters have been delivered to Heritage Bank and Trust and can be picked up now and must be returned by Thursday, December 15th. Santa's mailbox should be easy to spot when you walk into a Heritage Bank and Trust lobby. Each letter contains one Christmas wish item for a student. We are so grateful to Heritage Bank and Trust for their support of our Santa's Mailbox program. Many of our students cannot go home for the holidays, so the contributions of the bank, their customers, and our entire community make their Christmas wishes come true, shared King's Daughter School Executive Director Shauna Pounders. Once gifts are returned, they will be wrapped by King's Daughter's staff members and placed in Santa's bag, ready for delivery on Christmas Eve. The school and bank members thank you ahead of time for making... Christmas special for each and every child at King's Daughter School. Heritage Bank and Trust has adopted hosting duties this year as a valued partner to King's Daughter School throughout its history. We are thrilled to have the opportunity to be the new host for the local holiday program for King's Daughter School, said Jim Robinson, president and CEO of Heritage Bank and Trust. We are honored to partner with them to continue to support the residents of one of Murray County's best-kept secrets, he said. Santa's mailboxes are located in two Murray County Heritage Bank and Trust lobbies, one located at 217 South James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia, and the other at 109 South Main Street in Mount Pleasant. The King's Daughter School is a nonprofit residential school that has provided academic, vocational, and life skills training to students with developmental delays for over 60 years. The City of Spring Hill will host its Christmas Parade 2022 on Saturday, December 10th, beginning at 5 p.m. Spring Hill residents are encouraged to get out their tinsel, leg warmers, and all the neon they can find, as this year's parade theme is the 1980s. Parade invitees can go back to the future with the Kiwanis Club of Spring Hill. We may not be able to get up to 88 miles per hour, but will time travel nonetheless, parade organizers said via social media. Mount Pleasant will hold its annual Christmas parade on Monday, December 5th, beginning at 6.30 p.m. 
The Murray County Association for the Preservation of Tennessee Antiquities, or APTA, recently released its lineup for the annual Murray Christmas Historic Home Tour. The tour, which is held over two days, is set for December 2nd and 3rd and will feature 10 historic sites across Murray County. Among the tour sites are three historic churches, three private residences, and a museum. The other three sites are the President James K. Polk Museum, Historic Elm Springs, and the Athenaeum Rectory, all of Columbia. To tour just the three before-mentioned sites would cost over $30, but during this special weekend, a ticket to tour all 10 sites costs just $25. The annual home tour is a Murray County tradition dating back to the 1950s. Proceeds of the tour benefit the ongoing restoration and operations of the Athenaeum Rectory, which was built in 1835. Tickets are available for the home tour at Elm Springs, the Murray County Visitor Center, and tour headquarters at the Athenaeum. For more information, you can visit www.murraychristmas.org or call 931-797-3316. Columbia State Community College's Department of Music will present its winter concert on December 1st, today at 1 p.m. at Cherry Theater on the Columbia campus. The winter concert will include students from the Instrument Ensemble, private students, and the Columbia State Choir, accompanied by Dr. Daryl Miller and conducted by Holly Schultz. Special guest students from the music studios of Dr. Mark Lee, Dr. Daryl Miller, and Ms. Christine Poitras will also perform with Schultz's students. We are excited to showcase what the students have worked on this semester, said Holly Schultz, Columbia State music instructor. A few composers and styles represented will include works from Haydn, Schubert, Burmuller, a few jazz pieces, and even a musical number, just to name a few. We hope to have you join us in celebrating the work of students this semester, she said. In addition to the Columbia State Choir, students will sing solos and play a variety of instrumental acts, such as drums, bass, piano, and French horn, under the direction of Schultz. The show will feature works of famous composers Vince Guaraldi, Franz Schubert, Joseph Haydn, Gerald Marx, Seymour Simons, Ken Berg, and more. The concert is free and open to the public. The Cherry Theater is in the Wayman L. Hickman Building on the Columbia campus, which is located at 1665 Hampshire Pike in Columbia. The Columbia Mayor's Youth Council is spreading the holiday cheer by hosting its annual, second annual, CMYC Toy and Book Drive to benefit various local nonprofits during the holiday season. The toy drive began a couple of weeks ago, will end on Monday, December 5th. New unwrapped toys and books will be accepted and can be dropped off Monday through Friday during school hours in a provided drop box at the following high school locations at Columbia Central High School, at Columbia Academy, Mount Pleasant High School, Spring Hill High School, Hampshire Unit School, Kalioka Unit School, and Zion Christian Academy. Donations will also be accepted at Columbia City Hall's lobby, located at 700 North Garden Street from 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m., Monday through Friday. The donations will be supporting four local nonprofits, including the King's Daughter School, the Pregnancy Center, the Family Center, and the Murray County Public Library. The Miracle League of Columbia has partnered with the Mule House for a concert with country music trio Runaway June and songwriter Rory Feek on Wednesday, December 7th. The event is sponsored by Concord Title and proceeds will benefit the Miracle League. Runaway June is an American country music group comprised of Columbia native Natalie Stovall, Stevie Woodward, and Jennifer Wayne. Stovall, who has been a supporter of the Miracle League since she performed the national anthem at the Miracle Walk in early spring of 2022, 
Rory Feek, world-class storyteller, musician, filmmaker, and New York Times bestselling author, has been an integral part of the growth of the Columbia Miracle League with his support through performances and videos. We are thrilled to partner with the Mule House, Runaway June, and Rory Feek to help bring further awareness, discussion, and financial support of our project. We are so close to reaching our goal and hope this event will get us one step closer to breaking ground, said Julie Beck, Miracle League board chairman. This all-inclusive baseball park and playground will serve individuals with special needs as well as their families. The project goal is $1.5 million. To date, the Miracle League has raised over $1.1 million in commitments. If all funds can be raised, the organization plans to have a groundbreaking in April of 2023. To purchase tickets, you can visit www.themulehouse.com. For more information or to support Miracle League, visit www.columbiamiracleleague.com. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. Charles Robert Odom, 84, of Columbia, died Monday, November 28th at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services for Mr. Odom will be conducted on Thursday, December 1st at 2 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols. Burial will follow at Polk Memorial Gardens. The family will visit with friends on Thursday from 12 noon until the time of the service at the funeral home. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help, gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer and why Matt and Susie Sowell believe the way to honor tradition is with especially personal service. We believe your traditions, your customs, your rites of passage are very important, but we also believe in taking care of your personal wishes as well. At Oaks and Nichols, we try to do more than just the expected things, so the service you receive honors your heritage and is uniquely yours, and we invite you to experience the difference. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather today, we will have a mix of sun and clouds with a few sprinkles possible. The high will be 48 with winds out of the east-northeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect mainly cloudy skies with a few rain showers possible. The low will be 33 degrees with winds out of the south-southeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance... Our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see shelter agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, 
residential and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, friends. This is Brian King from Tennessee Children's Home. Thank you seems appropriate for this time of year. At Tennessee Children's Home, we have even more to be thankful for this year. We have a new campus and have moved in. We've been overwhelmed by the support you have given us to the move to the new campus. Please continue to support us as we try to pay off this debt. Please go to our website, TennesseeChildrensHome.org, for more information. This is Brian King from Tennessee Children's Home. Adult education in Tennessee, it's more than just a diploma. It's a path to a better life. It's a way to help you communicate more effectively. From high school equivalency classes and testing to English as a second language and college prep courses, there's no shortage of opportunities to enhance the lives of you and your family. Adult education in Tennessee, it's more than just a diploma. Go to TNWorkReady.com to unlock your maximum potential. Brought to you by Tennessee Adult Education, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Tennessee's highway repair needs vast needs vastly exceed the revenue the state is generating for repairs, prompting Transportation Commissioner Butch Ellie to ask lawmakers if his department can look into toll lanes. Ellie said at a news conference on Wednesday that Tennessee had three solutions to increase highway funding without raising fuel taxes or taking on new debt. The state could look into toll lanes raise the fee on electric vehicles, and implement cost savings into the department construction process. All we're doing here is asking for the ability to look at this as an option, Ellie said. Right now, we can't do what other states around the country are doing as it relates to private-public partnerships. High-occupancy toll lanes or express lanes have become more and more common around the country to generate revenue and relieve states of maintaining certain roads by easing congestion. These type of toll lanes exist around cities like Atlanta, Dallas, Los Angeles, and Washington, D.C. 
Wednesday's news conference came as Governor Bill Lee named infrastructure improvement as one of his top priorities in his second term. Lee was not in attendance, but Ellie has been one of the governor's top advisors, serving as head of the Department of Finance and Administration for much of Lee's first term. Ellie, who also holds the title of deputy governor, only recently switched to lead TDOT. Tennessee funds highway repairs through a 26-cent-per-gallon tax on gasoline and a 27-cent tax on diesel fuel approved by lawmakers in 2017 as part of the IMPROVE Act, the first gas tax increase since 1989. The tax generates roughly $500 million per year and is unlikely to grow in revenue as cars continue to become more efficient and people switch to electric vehicles. Studies conducted by TDOT and the Tennessee Advisory Commission on Intergovernmental Relations show the state has anywhere from $26 billion to $35 billion in road infrastructure needs over the next 10 to 20, I'm sorry, 15 to 20 years. The main concern is to address growing traffic congestion. It doesn't take long to realize we have a little bit of a math problem, Ellie said. Despite this growing gap between revenue and expenses, Ellie said the governor did not want to increase the gasoline tax or take on new debt. Tennessee is one of the six states with a pay-as-you-go model, which prevents lawmakers from borrowing money for road projects. The state is also uninterested in building long-connected toll roads between cities, Ellie said. The governor does not believe that toll roads from point A to point B, where the entire roadway is tolled, is a good solution, Ellie said. Yesterday, the Tennessee Department of Education, in partnership with the Governor's Early Literacy Foundation, or GELF, is opening up an opportunity for parents to order free at-home reading sources this winter for any of their children in grades K-2. through Through this partnership, the Tennessee Department of Education and GELF want to encourage at-home reading practice to help young learners become stronger readers outside of the classroom. Based on if a child is in kindergarten, first or second grade, they will receive the at-home decodable book series, which contains 20-plus exciting stories full of sounds and words to practice and age-appropriate, high-quality books from Scholastic. All Tennessee families can order one booklet for each of their kindergarten, first and second grade students by going to readingresources.mybrightsites.com. We know early literacy is incredibly important and sets the foundation for a child's education and life after graduation, said Education Commissioner Penny Schwinn. Thanks to partners like GELF, Tennessee families can easily order free books and resources to make reading fun this winter and help their children become excellent readers. This launch is part of the family component of the state's Reading 360 initiative to help boost strong reading skills amongst Tennessee students. A decodable is a book or story carefully sequenced to include letter sounds and words familiar to readers that allow them to practice important phonics and decoding skills at their grade level. Families can read decodables at home with their children and help them sound out the words and build their reading skills. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee today, and now our final story. Enchant, the world's largest holiday-themed light event, is currently underway at First Horizon Park in Nashville. Enchant will run through New Year's Day. Enchant is the world's largest holiday light event experience encompassing over 10 acres, featuring a dazzling installation of over 4 million sparkling multicolored lights, creating a one-of-a-kind story-themed walk-through maze with holiday trees over 100 feet tall. Produced on the playing fields of major league sports stadiums and iconic outdoor spaces, the event offers an ice skating trail, live entertainment, interactive games, Santa visits, and a charming holiday marketplace featuring local artisans, along with holiday foods and festive drinks. Founded in 2016 by Canadian entrepreneur Kevin Johnson, Enchant has since delighted over 3 million guests in major cities in the U.S. and Canada. Visit more information and to buy tickets, you can go to Enchant Christmas. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM, WKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.